We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Super Draft Show here on Roto-Grinders, a fun new format in DFS this year. I'm filling in for Stevie, I think, for a little while. Stevie's just so busy uh, with life and and everything else that he's doing that I got the call up to fill in for him. Uh, Here with Grant, Mr. Turd Ferguson. He's been running these shows all year long. Uh, Grant, what's up, dude? Oh, not too much. Just a wonderful Wednesday. My dog has very runny poops. So it's freezing in my house because I have to leave the door open. So in case he has to run outside, he can. Probably too much information, Grant, but I would expect nothing less from you. Yeah, I figured as much. I mean, <laughs> people want to know that I'm a good owner of a dog that yeah. I don't I got, really own. There's a, I feel like everyone here has some form of dog. I got two. You've got one. I saw, uh, who was it, JSU just got himself a dog. Roth, Meansy, we're, we're all dog people here at Rotor. You can't hate dog people, right? Yeah. I mean, I never own a dog. I just move in with people that have a dog. I'm like, this is all, all the, all the great parts about having a dog with none of the responsibility and you help out with the dog at all. It's always a favor to them. Mm-hmm. So it's just all pluses and no minuses. This is, I like this. Maybe I should try that one. Um, so we've got super draft before we jump in today's show, we're going to talk some football here at the start of the show. We'll talk a little bit of basketball at the end as well. Um, I want to talk about some big promos we have going on here at Roto grinders. Uh, the big one is I know it's a super draft show, but Yahoo, right? They have the upload CSVs. Now our team behind the scenes, 
worked really hard to be able to give you those CSV uploads on the Yahoo and Lineup HQ and stuff. So to celebrate, we're running a really big free roll on Friday for NBA. So pay attention for links for that. And on Sunday, we're going to run a big NFL MME free roll that, you know, you can create 150 lineups and all of them, jam them into the free roll, have a good time. Try to super draft. Not on Super Draft. This is all oh. for Yahoo. I wish it was for Super Draft. Hopefully soon. I've asked them for it. Um, I, I like playing on Super Draft. Um, so make sure to check all that out on Yahoo. In addition to that, uh, Lineup HQ premium features are going to be free on Friday and ending Sunday at midnight. So if you're not a premium member, you want to check out Lineup HQ, all the cool stuff you can do in it, MME, making stacks, all that cool stuff. It's going to be free this weekend for you. So if you're looking for a new optimizer, you're looking to, to try to MME into the free roll, we're going to allow you to do that for the big, big price of free 50 grand. And I know you love when things cost free 50. I, I do, in fact, like things. Well, let me get this straight. Is it midnight? Is it 11.59 on Sunday or midnight on Sunday? I don't know. Probably midnight at Sunday. Ooh, that's you get that extra minute. Well, I all no, I just meant like that's a twenty-four hour difference. Yeah, so Sunday night, right? So you'll be able to play the Sunday free roll MME into that, and then it closes off Sunday midnight going into Monday. And the make, Sunday showdown. Yeah. So that that'll make some more sense to you. So if you're interested in that MMEing, playing some free rolls on Yahoo, you'll be able to do that. Uh the other thing, college basketball starts tonight, and we have uh what is it, Varnkus, uh, one of the best college basketball players and and probably the history of college basketball DFS. Uh, he is running it. It's two ninety nine for the season, including March Madness. Six ninety nine a day, or sixty nine ninety nine. Nice price on that a month. So if you like college basketball and you want access to probably one of the best minds, is going to be giving you great info day in day out. You'll be able to get that on Roto Grinders as well. And uh, Grant, you've always known this, right? Some of the smaller sports, as as we've come along in our DFS age, those are usually some of the, some of the bigger edges you can get out there. Yeah, I used to crush NASCAR back in the day without even. <laughs> having to talk to Stevie just because no one else knew anything about it. And yeah, so smaller sports like you, I know that I think Trav has a massive edge on WNBA, mm-hmm. which has no real appeal to me, but I, I don't really like, I don't even spend my time on golf where I know I could have a big edge on it. Yeah. So if you're interested in college basketball at all, and you're a big fan and you want to play DFS, uh, we do have the package in the marketplace uh, from Varkas if you're interested. Uh, all right, let's jump into Super Draft. Let's talk some NFL this week, Grant. Uh, an interesting format. It's my first time on the show here. Um, it's sort of got like multipliers instead of, uh, you know, a salary. Uh, and it's really interesting. So let, let's sort of go over what's been what's been winning this season on Super Draft in some of these tournaments, right? Like Lamar Jackson, we expect him to have a pretty good game, right? I, I think, but he's he's a one x multiplier. You don't get any bonus points from him. So what I've noticed, I've been playing on Super Draft quite a bit. Uh, you know, you're, you're looking to get you know a, some quarterback in the one three to one point six range. You know, on most weeks, that's where the quarterbacks you, you want to draw from in tournaments come from. Pair them with some of their options at wide receiver, right? That give you a multiplier as well. And, and really, I, I focus much more on having a, a little bit higher of a multiplier than actual raw projection. Because um, the 1x multiplier, it just it just doesn't really work out in NFL tournaments too often. Uh, it depends. Week. It depends. I mean, so it, it like something to note is just looking at past performances and what's one um doesn't tell the full story 
Uh, they've changed their pricing pretty often. I know we had Drew Brees at a 2X multiplier one week. Yep. I know at the beginning of the season we had Goff and Stafford both at 2X multipliers. We haven't had peak Mahomes too often. It changes on a week-in, week-out basis, and you have to look at everything kind of in a vacuum. Generally, quarterback numbers regress towards the mean a little bit, like everyone's going to end up with around 20 points, plus or minus a few points. So if you have someone that's going to end up with 20 points at a 1.55 multiplier, that helps. But if you have someone that's going to get 25 points at one next multiplier, that's probably not great. So it changes on a week-to-week basis, and you just kind of have to look at things in a vacuum and where ownership's going to lie. Last week it was interesting with Westbrook, or not Westbrook, Wilson, uh, because he was a 1x multiplier. Real donkey play last week on Super Draft, at least. And he just ended up destroying my soul. Mm-hmm. But um, if you can get like a guy that's a 1x multiplier – but his wide receivers are like a 1.5 and a 1.7x multiplier for some reason, then it kind of makes sense in tournaments if you're going to stack it up that way. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's start at quarterback. Who are a couple of your favorite targets this week? Um, let's give a couple cash plays, a couple tournament options. I- I'm looking at guys like I think Matt Ryan at a 1.3 uh, always looks pretty solid. Uh, they're coming off the bye against New Orleans. I think that's a, a reasonable expectation there. Uh, I think Tannehill at 1.55, Kansas City, if Mahomes is back, Tannehill's been pretty good. Uh, You know, his options usually have – I haven't looked at the wide receivers, but they usually have a good multiplier too. Um, I mean, Baker Mayfield's 1.6. I still don't know if I could pull the trigger on that, but where are you really looking at quarterback this week? I mean, it's interesting. So, like, yeah, probably not going down to Jackson. Like, I really like the Tampa Bay-Arizona game, but 1.15x is probably not enough for me to get. Like, you could potentially take a shot on Breeze just going up against Atlanta, but there's too many different ways that that game could potentially go, and so it's really more of a stacking option where you're, where you're taking Kamara and Thomas, hoping that all the volume goes to them and they can drastically uh, get their price tag. I'm looking more in probably, like, the 1.4, 1.5, 1.6x range. So just to start off, we have Daniel Jones going up against uh, the Jets, not great, not the worst idea in the world. We got Kyle Allen in a game against the Packers where they should be throwing the ball a decent amount there. Like they could be coming from behind. A lot of things could happen. The most interesting one is going to be the Kansas City game. If Mahomes plays, then I have some interest in Tannehill, which is something I never want to say, but uh, it's just He's going been up. good. He, he has been. Like the big thing on Super Draft is it's a two point bonus for a 300 yard. Uh, or it's a 2.300 yard bonus. So with 1.55 X multipliers, that becomes 3.1 X or 3.1 points here. Tannehill's gone over 300 yards in two of his last three games, the two, two of the three games they started this season. And he goes up against a good game script going up against KC. If Mahomes doesn't start, then we got more on the other side of 1.55 X multiplier. So that's really where I think I'm looking at. If you want to go balls to the wall, like Rudolph, Going against the Rams, I don't like playing Mason Rudolph. Rudolph trash. I, I don't like Rudolph. He just it's, he's checked down Charlie. Yeah, I mean, but still, like all he needs is one big throw and a few touchdowns. It, it, it's 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 an interesting spot. I'll just put it that way. And then if you want to go with the one point three, get a little bit more safety. I like the upside of Matt Ryan there, especially with he's guaranteed the three hundred yard bonus. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I was I was hoping Hoyer would probably be a little better, but they priced they priced him up in advance, so they they had some pretty good pricing there, both of the same multiplier as Brissett. But yeah, I, I think Tannehill is one of my favorite targets at one point five five. Um, you go over to receiver, you'll be able to get a decent multiplier on his targets too. In Kansas City, I think Mahomes probably ends up suiting up. And even if he doesn't, I still think Matt Moore is good enough with Andy Reid to, to probably put up some points. So I'm going to leave Tannehill in, in there for now. Uh, I want to go to running back. And, and of course, this is interesting because you have McCaffrey and he's a 1X. But when he gets you 35 to 40 fantasy points, it doesn't really matter what your multiplier is. The problem I'm running into this week, Grant, is the 1.6 range is loaded with players that I want to play this week. Um, we've got David Montgomery at 1.6, Derek Henry at 1.6, De- uh, Singletary 1.6. Uh, I then David Johnson, I think news just broke right before this, that, that he's ready to play against the Buccaneers. The 1.6 range is loaded. How do you balance sort of the, you know, we, we haven't seen a, a fantasy player like Christian McCaffrey in probably like six or seven years in DFS, where it seems like it's a guaranteed, 30 plus fantasy points every single game how do you balance him versus some of the upside plays at that 1.6 range honestly i'm going to be using all of them because montgomery can absolutely bust david johnson it's a tough tough matchup he can bust he'd still probably be one of my favorite derrick henry he's got the plus matchup he's the guy i really like but we look all the way down at this 1x 1.1x 1.2x range we got barkley at 1.15 i mean it's a difference of 0.45 in terms of multiplier, and Barkley absolutely has 30-point upside, while Derrick Henry probably only has 20-point upside. So you look at things in a vacuum there, and they've got the same upside. Probably Barkley has a higher floor because his floor is close to 18, so it's going to be 20 there, while Derrick Henry's floor is probably closer to 9 or 10. If he does he does not involved in the passing game, he may not get a touchdown, while Barkley's more than likely in this matchup here to get the 100-yard bonus here, so that adds an extra two points on top of it. So I like I like the lower range more this week than I generally do. Barkley and Kamara, if Kamara's a full go, going up against Atlanta, the upside's massive. 1.2x multiplier isn't that much of a downgrade from 1.6 multiplier. Like, it's generally with the running backs where you get a consistent workload and a consistent amount of points from them in a week-in, week-out basis. It's more like the wide receivers where you're going to find a guy that goes for 25 points that's going to be a 1.6 to 2x multiplier every single week. So I, I, I clearly, this is, this is sort of like last week, I think for, you know, if you're equating it to salary, I still think McCaffrey is the no doubt all in play at 1x. If you, like I would take him over Barkley at 1.15 without question. Uh, although the Giants are, it looks like they're going to be without Evan Ingram this week. So there is going to be a consolidated target share and uh, offense of, uh, you know, game plan against the Jets. So maybe you can make a case for Barkley. Kamara, I, I'm on the outside looking in. Coming back from injury, Murray played well. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not on Kamara as much. You can't really pass against the Atlanta running backs like you used to. This year, they're really shutting it down. Um, but they're giving it up elsewhere on the field. So I think I, I would just much rather play McCaffrey. Uh, I, I like – what's your favorite? I mean, I like – I think Montgomery – I like Derrick Henry quite a bit in this game. Everybody is running all over Kansas City right now. You seem to be a little bit more down on, on these these guys than I am. So why do you – what's the hate in Montgomery? Why, why the hate on Derrick Henry? You're just you, – the floor is too low for you? I'm, I'm looking for hate. ceiling. 
Like, I'm looking for ceiling. I'm looking for floor. I'm looking for both. And Montgomery, like, it's just, yeah, he got 14 rushing attempts last week. Yeah, he got 27 the week before. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. It's just, like, it's more my love for Barkley and McCaffrey and that they're going to get 30 points on a week-in, week-out basis. I think Montgomery last two weeks just happened to be, like, good game games that worked out well for him. He only averaged three yards a carry last week, just happened to get two touchdowns. He's a bit more involved in the receiving game now, which helps. David Johnson, I do like. It's just a real tough, tough matchup, and so he's going to have to get mostly down to the receiving game. I like Henry. I like all these guys, but, like, Barkley, Kamara, and McCaffrey all have 30-point upside. So, and McCaffrey is pretty much a lock for 30 points yeah. every single week. So it's just, I don't mind. Like, that's probably where I'm looking, and then, an interesting one is Gurley right there in the middle. Um, 1.45x multiplier. Mm-hmm. He potentially has some upside there. Like, he can get multiple touchdowns in any given game. You look at the three, four games before the bye, and I think he had six. He's, he's averaging 1.5 touchdowns, which is right on par with what he did last season per game. And they have shown an ability and a love for just pounding the ball in in the red zone. Um uh, they just do it historically. It seems to be the most efficient way. McVay loves it. So you get touchdown upside, which is really what you want. And if he breaks off a long run, which Gurley can still do, even with those knees, they're just dust. So I, I, I like Gurley too, but I'm, I'm, I don't have a hard leaning towards any of these guys. Uh, would you mess around, right? Ronald Jones at home against Arizona. We saw him get a little bit of a bump in snap share, 1.85. When you get into the, when you get close to the two and you're a running back getting a good amount of carries, I mean, that's a, that's pretty interesting to me. And then we've got the Miami situation. If you want to go, not all, touch them. No. If you no. want to go all out with Balaj, I don't think I'd go to Balaj, but I, I think Ronald Jones is pretty interesting at one point. Are we sure that Gaskin isn't going to? No, we're not sure. And yeah. Balaj has been one of like the worst running backs in the history of the NFL so far this year. Yeah. So, I mean, they just kind of want to tank. So there's no real reason to play anyone up. I mean, they literally poisoned uh, Walton just to get him suspended. Real, yeah. real bold move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw on the guy. I really, I like Singletary uh, seeing a snap share up. You can run on Cleveland. Uh, so I like Singletary. He's pretty much game script proof, 10 targets over the past couple of weeks too. Uh, I'm going to throw Singletary. We got McCaffrey. You could throw uh, Saquon in your flex, too. I think that's probably uh, a reasonable uh, thing to do as well. But that's sort of the running back position. Uh, One guy I forgot to mention. All right, who you got? uh, Plays for Detroit. We know how they always do exactly what we want with running backs. But Ty Johnson at 2X is a little bit interesting there. Involved in the receiving game. Involved in the rushing game, like he hasn't gotten a huge amount of rushes recently, but it's been weird game scripts. And Trey Carson, I think, is going to be out again. I think he's on the IR, if I remember correctly. So they're getting down to like just a few running backs. It's Ty Johnson, it's McKissick. Game script didn't work out well last week, and Oakland's a tough team to run against. This week, we have them going up against Chicago, where they're probably going to rely more on the run because of their tough secondary. And he's going to get more dump, dump offs in the backfield because. Chicago kind of forces you to dump the ball off to the running back. So I don't hate that as a little bit of a tournament flyer. All right, let's go to wide receiver. Uh, this is the spot where you want to get real frisky, I think, sometimes with uh, the one point se- frisky. You know, the 1.75 to, to 2X receivers. And, and there's a, a good variety of them this week. Uh, let me see here. I've got a couple pulled up. Uh, Josh Reynolds is 2X. 
uh, going against Pittsburgh uh, without Brandon Cooks. I think he's going to be out. You're probably going to see him have a reasonable expectation. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson of Arizona going up against Tampa Bay. He's a 2X receiver as well. Uh, and we know Tampa Bay, right? You pass against them. We saw what Russell Wilson did, and Johnson's out there on the field. Uh, I think he caught a touchdown last week as well. Those are some of my 2X plays of the week on Super Draft. What else do you have if you don't want to go that deep? You want more consistency. Where are you really looking at here? I mean, we've got Darius Slayton, um, who's shown some upside recently. I think Did he get a touchdown called back in the Dallas game? Uh I don't know if he got a call back. I know who got it. Latimer got it, right? That was Latimer. Um, but yeah, he's interesting. We met, I mentioned that we love Tannehill, so pairing him with either Corey Davis or Brown, yeah. not the worst idea in the world, but the 1.7 range, 1.6 range is really where I like everything. Uh, we got Devontae Parker sitting at 1.7. He's now the de facto guy there yep. with Williams out for the season or on the IR at least. We got Kirk going up against Tampa Bay. They're going to throw the ball it's 100 going to happen and he's going to be heavily involved we've already seen him within 11 uh target game once this season we could potentially see that again like this is a perfect match for a wide receiver we got amandola at 1.7 which isn't a terrible play we got curtis samuel if he plays at 1.65 we got hollywood brown going up against cincinnati who's horrible and he's 1.6x multiplier. We got Pascal with uh, Hilton out again, going up against the worst pass defense in the league, 1.6x multiplier. And we got Boyd, who's still going to get a high volume of targets. I'd assume we don't know exactly how what's his name is going to do in the offense, or who he's going to kind of just try and throw the ball to. But we could see a massive volume of targets to Boyd. Yeah, and we got it. Looks like uh, AJ Green's doing the hokey pokey. You know, he doesn't have a contract, or might not play. Uh, that just kind of came across uh, just before we came on air. So, yeah, Boyd's interesting. He did get shut down in that first game by Marlon Humphrey. But, I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball to somebody in this game. So, do you tend to, in your tournaments, do you ever play the the Mike Evans, the Michael Thomas, you know, the 1X receivers? I, I usually don't. Um, what, what's your overall strategy there? I generally don't. Uh, just don't see enough upside. Mm-hmm. Um Granted, Evans can go for forty points. Apparently, if you're playing, you know, if you're playing Winston at one point one five, and then you you got to pair him with Evans and Godwin. You're just I don't think you have to pair him with both of them. I don't yeah, think you're, you're just idea. you're just really they can have big games, but you, you're just not getting the multipliers at the wide receiver position that I think really end up taking down a lot of the big tournaments. Yeah, so I'm probably staying away from <laughs> all the way from one to one point one five, like. Those guys just aren't worth it in my book. It gets a little bit interesting when you get to the one point two, like Adams and Cup. Like, yeah, Cup some... shouldn't be one, Cup should be like one point oh oh five or something like that. Yeah, both of them are interesting. Get into the one point three x range. I like Marvin Jones there at one point three. Not a bad option. We got Golden Tate at one point four. Calvin Ridley. We don't know how he's going to do in that offense without uh, Sanu in there, so he could potentially be in for a big game. And then 1.5x range, we got more, and we got Crowder. Crowder just seems to be getting targeted like crazy. This one, but. this 1.5 to like 1.8 is just absolutely loaded with all the plays you want to play. I think this week. Yeah, yeah, right there with you. Really, really like it. Um, although I'm probably not going with Sammy Watkins because he's he's killed me enough this season. Okay, if uh, if Mahomes is back, uh, think twice about that one. Uh, all right, let's go to tight end. And this is always the position where, you know, sometimes you can play the 1X guy because the position generally is pretty horrible. 
the, the guy I'm, I, I like Hooper at 1.3 is probably like the chalk option with, uh, you know, Sanu out of there. They're off the bye. They're probably going to have to pass. It's in New Orleans, right? It's in the dome. Uh, you know, if he, if he was one X, right. I, I think he he's considerable uh, to playing Kelsey, but at 1.3, that looks pretty solid. We lost Evan Ingram, but at 1.2 probably wasn't on him too much. Uh, there's always the, you know, the Jack Doyles. Is Chris Herndon going to play? Is Delaney Walker going to play? Greg Olson. You you can go down here if you want to, but you, you really just start to take, you know, more of the, the unknown risk into here. And a lot of those guys, even at 1.85, can still get you under 10 fantasy points pretty easily. So what's your overall strategy, the position? Um, Hooper, to me, looks like the, a safe floor with some upside with a, a halfway decent multiplier as well. Yeah, Hooper's probably the top option. Just dude's getting like 15 points a week. When was the last time we saw him with under 10 points? I think it was week two. Uh, just been crushing game volume. You mentioned Snoo out of there. I think a lot of the targets are going to go to split between him and uh, Ridley. So he should be in an uptick. It's going up against New Orleans. They're going to be coming from behind. They're going to be passing the ball late in the game. It's pretty much an absolute guarantee here. So Hooper's the chalk option. He's the guy that I like the most. Uh, but you can go up to Andrews. Like You can go up to Everett. Mm-hmm. Everett's been getting a large volume uh, in the last few weeks. And Grant against San Francisco, they couldn't do anything on offense. Against Cincinnati, they didn't need to do anything on offense. So in a game where they could be throwing the ball a bit more against a team that's historically bad versus the tight end, Everett could be in for a large volume at 1.5x. Um, Doyle, 1.85. I'm not sure if they need him. He's pretty interesting insert Tennessee tight end, whoever's starting uh, you know, against, yeah, against Kansas city. I think you can make a pretty reasonable case for them. Uh, Gusecki sort of has popped up in recent weeks. Uh, specific, oh, specifically yeah. last week, are, are you in a two X, right? If, and if you get 12, that's giving you 25 just from six for 95. I mean, that's a huge score at tight end on, on super draft. Yeah. I, I really like Gusecki. Tampa or Indy, like they haven't been terrible with the tight end so far this season, but it's not really indicative of how they actually are. A little bit of that is their matchups and the tight ends they face. Their defense really funnels targets to tight ends. The fact that they're going to be without Williams, there's going to be more targets to go around. Gusecki's had a pretty big target share. So, like, just looking at who Indy's played, you don't really worry. Like, there was Oakland and there was Atlanta. Outside of that, they played Old Man Delaney Walker. They played LA before. Everett was really too involved. Yes, they played Kansas City, but Houston, Denver, Pittsburgh, not really huge teams that throw the tight end. So in this matchup, I think that Gusecki could be in for a massive game here. I really, really like him at 2X. Um, and then would you uh, – I guess I, I, what I want to do here is maybe make a – do you ever – you usually make a couple tournament teams or something like that on here for the people? Yeah, I would generally try and do a game stack or like do what stacks we can do because – it's always yeah. interesting in tournaments. Let's pick a couple of those. So what's what's your favorite one going into this week? I think mine is setting something up with Tennessee because you get some multipliers on the receivers. And then I, I know you just dissed Sammy Watkins, but I think him at like a, a 1.5 plus X or something like that is a, a pretty reasonable run back. Yeah, I think he's a pretty decent run back. But also I think you can go with Kelsey just because the mm-hmm. – like not great position that tight end is and locking in 16 to 18 points is not the worst idea in the world, even though he hasn't been producing that lately, but he still probably should at some point. 
So I don't mind that one. Like who 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 do we pair Tannehill with? I think I got, I got Corey Davis in here. I want to ask your strategy. Are you more right like um you know four man five man game snag? And that's all the rage on like the DraftKings Millionaire Maker. Though that's what's really showing up in the top lineups. Do you subscribe to that sort of same? strategy on a site like super draft not as huge of a tournament but you are shooting for basically you know the most upside possible i mean it, it entirely depends on like it depends on their multipliers like yeah. i'm not going to stack up the tampa bay game throw winston godwin evans and fitzgerald into the same lineup yeah a whole bunch of 1x multipliers yes it can go off but you're going to need close to 300 points to take down this and so not getting big multipliers just isn't worth it but we go like, let's just point some random 1.4 guy out. Darnold. Like, I hate Darnold. I don't like him at all. But the game stack works out great. So we take Darnold in there. We throw him in. And you look at the wide receivers. Crowder is currently at a 1.55x multiplier. With the volume, he can absolutely crush there. Deion, uh, Demarius Thomas, even though he's old and dust, he's still getting targets most weeks here. 1.95x multiplier. Absolutely can crush there. And you bring it back with a guy like Tate, who's now going to get even more targets if Ingram's out here, or it goes Slayton. Like, one of those guys is going to go off. Like, just because of the multipliers, it makes this game stack an actual viable one. All right. Uh, so we, I had the Tennessee. Uh, Grant talked up the Giants. And then let's let's look at sort of what the, you know, the Tampa Bay stack, right? If you try this. And let's just explain, you know, Evans – and Godwin, maybe not Fitzgerald, maybe you play Kirk, although the, the half P, I always hate the half, I wish it was full PPR, but it's half PPR, and Kirk really thrives on those short passes and volume, um, going to need to get into the end zone, but you're just right, even if Winston has 30, I mean, you're still getting a good score, it's just the the 30, it's, it's still usually not enough at the quarterback position. Uh, 30 you know, is generally enough, I think, last week. Like, your best options were around 30. They've tightened things up a lot, so you don't have those 1.6x multiplier yeah. guys. Like, you look those at the... 2X, those 2x Goff and Stafford weeks were the best. Yeah, well, the 2x <laughs> Drew Brees week yeah. was actually the worst because I'm like, well, I have 80%. Stacking is irrelevant. I'm just doing pieces. Like, mm-hmm. I threw in Brees, and then I threw in just a hodgepodge of players and didn't care about game stacks at all. It was a terrible week. It ended <laughs> up all right, but it was just a terrible week, and I was angry the entire time. But, like, you look at 1.2 with Breeze and Stafford, like, that's about the highest where you get a premium quality quarterback. You have Allen, but it's a low total game. But, yeah, so you're going to be with Hoyer. You're going to be with Darnold. You're going to be with Jones, Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. Allen, Trubitsky, Tannehill, Moore. None of those guys sound like great quarterbacks at all. So getting the extra one or .4x multiplier on it does not help you that much. So if you have a guy, like, if I'm going to stack up the Tampa Bay game, I'm probably using Kyler Murray instead of Winston just because Winston has not gotten to 30 points. I don't think at all this, uh, he got to the 30 points once this year, like the rest of the time he's going to turn the ball off and over, over enough where I would rather use Kirk or not. We'd rather use Kirk Murray, either Evans or Godwin. Cause one of them goes off every single week mm-hmm. and then throwing Ronald Jones, uh, 1.85 X multiplier. There's going to be a lot of scoring, and Tampa Bay is, in fact, ahead. They're probably going to be pounding the ball with Ronald Jones, and so he'll pay off. So that's a way that you can make a game stack work without taking Winston at quarterback. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the NFL portion of the show today. 
Uh, thanks to you that tuned in and are listening for NFL. Uh, we're going to transition now into some NBA 